I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. So the president actually came to Texas admitting there's a problem at the southern border. Why now? We're going to discuss it. It's verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Senator, nice to be back with you in studio. It's been a little bit since last year, literally. It's a happy new year. We haven't done a show in person since before Christmas, before New Year's. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. It's already been so terribly dull. Yeah, already dull. We had this little speaker conversation that happened for several days. That was quite quite interesting. Kind of makes you think, what's week two going to look like? Yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah, it's going to be entertaining. Can you believe the president of the United States of America actually decided to come to Texas and admit there's a crisis at the border all at the same time? Well, uh, this is all political spin. Uh, It's about damn time. He should have been here at the outset. Kamala Harris should have been here at the outset. And this is a problem he created. The hypocrisy Joe Biden is showing, I I, I have to say, this trip to the border is infuriating because he still doesn't intend to fix the problem. He doesn't care. This is 100% politics. This is 100% optics. This is to get his lapdogs in the corporate media just to say, oh, now now the border's fine. Oh, oh, magically it's fixed. It wasn't a problem yesterday, but today it's magically fixed. It's all a lie. He doesn't intend to change anything. If he cared, he wouldn't just go to El Paso. He'd come to the Rio Grande Valley. If he cared, he'd sit down with farmers and ranchers in Texas, and he'd look at photograph after photograph of dead bodies that they find on their farms, on their ranches, dead bodies, pregnant women, elderly people, little children, two-year-old children. Last year, over 800 people died 
crossing the border illegally. When I took 19 senators down to the border, we were out on the Rio Grande River. We encountered a dead body floating in the river. He is literally creating a line of body bags. And yet Joe Biden can't be bothered to look at the people his policies are killing. If he gave a damn, he'd come to the Rio Grande Valley and he'd come to the Biden cages. Democrats in the media whined on and on and on about Trump cages, Trump cages, Trump cages. Created by Obama. They were built by Obama, which they never acknowledged. And then they became bigger and more full under Joe Biden. Joe Biden won't acknowledge that. He won't go and look at the children in the Joe Biden cages. This is all about optics. It's politics. It's deceptive. It's dishonest. And it's infuriating because here in the state of Texas, we face the consequences of these disastrous political decisions. There was real questions before we didn't gain back the Senate about getting rid of Mayorkas, yep. impeaching Mayorkas. He went on TV this past week with a straight face and said in a press conference, the border is secure, the border is secure, the border is secure. You know that's not true. I know that's not true. And if it was true, the White House wouldn't have come out with their new, I, I call it, flimsy list about securing the border while they're saying that the border is secure. So which one is it? And if you look at this list, and I want to throw it up here, and we'll go through this for people, uh, Senator, they're listening on in the audio version only of this. But the White House plan to curb migrant crisis, which they say isn't a crisis, but now it is, is new consequences for illegal immigration, surging resources to help secure the border, disrupting criminal smuggling networks. I don't know what that means. Additional support for border communities and use the CBP one app to make asylum claims. So basically they're saying we're going to fix this on a cell phone with an app. Well, it's worse than that. So new consequences for illegal immigration. Their view of illegal immigration is it's a good thing that people have a right to come here illegally that means apparently people have a right to be physically and sexually assaulted. Children have a right to be physically and sexually assaulted by the cartels. And, and like, for example, their second point on this, surging resources to help secure the border. Look, it's one thing when you say something that's a misstatement. Yeah. It's another thing where you deliberately lie. We just saw this disastrous $1.7 trillion omnibus bill written by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. If you want to know what the Democrats want, look to that. The omnibus explicitly said the funds in this bill cannot be used to secure the border. They wrote that into the law that Joe Biden just signed. So he puts out a little little pretty glossy press release saying we're surging resources to help secure the border, except for the fact that the Democrats just wrote a law saying none of these resources can be used to help secure the border. And it was a lot of money. It's a ton of money. But what's it going to be used to do? Well, it's bullet point five. Use CB1 app to make asylum claims. This is all about they want to release people faster. They want to put in place the most efficient logistical network ever seen where you cross illegally and faster than you can say Jiminy Cricket. We're going to have you located in the city of your choice across the country. That's what this is about. This is all about we're going to get even more efficient that when these murderous cartels abandon people in the U.S., 
The Joe Biden travel agent, new consequences for illegal immigration. What are they giving him? A set of steak knives and a brand new car? Like the new consequences are a yeah. Joe Biden T-shirt, a membership of the DNC. What what are they giving? Or maybe that maybe they're just giving him an illegal handgun to join a dr- drug cartel on the streets and kill people in your communities because a lot of these kids coming in owe thousands upon thousands of dollars to the cartels. This is all, I you know I'm I'm trying actually not to not to convey just how pissed off I am at this because this is a lie. It's a brazen lie. It's a shameless lie. Biden knows it was a lie. And by the way, look, what was it just a few weeks ago when he was asked if he was going to the border? He says, I got more important things to do. Yeah. Like literally he said that he said that he actually said, I've got more important things to do. Having the woman who's supposed to be in charge of the border issue Kamala Harris, how many times has she called you as a senator from Zero. Texas to come down and see this this state? Right? She, she, she doesn't has, come. She doesn't come. She she has not been to the Rio Grande Valley. She has not seen the Joe Biden cages. She has not seen the misery and suffering. And 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 look, some can, of, can I ask you a question for people that don't understand the logistics of the state? He's coming to El Paso. This is realistically going to be an El Paso airport visit. Yep. The Rio Grande Valley you mentioned three or four times. If you live in Texas, you understand that, right? Where it is, why it's important. Explain why the Rio Grande Valley is the center point of this. It's it's the choke point of if you wanted to stop illegal immigration, this is the most important area to the cartels. Let people understand what it is. All right. So Texas geographically is a massive state. Uh Texas is larger than the entire country of France. It's huge. America's entire southern border is about 2,000 miles. Of those 2,000 miles, 1,200 of them are the state of Texas. So more than half of our southern border is the state of Texas. Wow. And that – it is the Rio Grande River and it runs the, – the southern border runs from Brownsville, which is at the southern tip of Texas, right, right, right on the Gulf of Mexico, all the way up – to El Paso, which is the western tip of Texas. Now, the Rio Grande Valley is down near the southern tip. It's just in from the southern tip. It has been the epicenter of the worst of this crisis. It is where you've seen thousands upon thousands of children. It's where you've seen the the worst. It's where the cages are. Right. It's where Biden's cages are. It's where the Biden cages are, is they're in the Rio Grande Valley. Is that where AOC actually cried? Yes. Okay. I don't know, but those were, those were the Trump cages. Yeah. Same cages. Actually, yeah. no, not same cages. Bigger cages. AOC won't cry. So that's the Rio Grande Valley. Um, y- y- you've got further west, you've got Del Rio. Del Rio is where you've seen massive influx of Haitian illegal immigra- immigrants. It's where you've got a bridge where in, in one day you had ten to 15,000 illegal immigrants crossing. I went there. I filmed it and put out the video of, of the Del Rio. And by the way, Del Rio is a town that's about 30,000 people. Yeah. So you need to understand in a day you've got 50% of the population of the town coming across. Martha's Vineyard lost their mind when 50 illegal immigrants showed up in, the, in their lily-white environments. Texas border towns are seeing unbelievable influxes. So where is El Paso? El Paso is all the way at the western end of Texas. El Paso is 800 miles away from the Rio Grande Valley. To put that in perspective, Chicago is closer to Washington, D.C. 
than El Paso is to the Rio Grande Valley. That's how far away he is from the epicenter of what he says he needs to see and look at. The whole now, point of coming here. Now, ironically, so Kamala Harris was ostensibly named the border czar, and then she proceeded to do absolutely nothing to address the problem. And really, the reason she was named border czar is because Biden and his cronies hate Kamala Harris, and they know that this is a stinking mess, so let's blame, blame Kamala for it. So they named her. She promptly, when she's border czar, said, I'm not going to go to the border. I'm not going to go to the border. I'm not going to go to the border. Then finally she said, oh, crap, if I'm border czar, maybe I should go to the border. Where'd she go? El Paso. Why? Because of the places on the border, El Paso was the best of the of the major areas. And so she went there, did a photo op, made sure not to actually show any of the people suffering, any of the children being abused, any of the women being raped, any of the people being killed, made sure not to show the drugs, made sure not to show the disaster, but just a pretty photo op of see, isn't it great? What's interesting is things have gotten so bad that even El Paso is really hurting. El Paso is a wonderful city, but El Paso's mayor, who's a Democrat, has declared an emergency. He's begging for help and resources. He's because and, and things have changed in El Paso from when Kamala Harris was there. When Kamala came came to El Paso, things were relatively better because it was the Rio Grande Valley that was getting slammed. It was Del Rio that was getting slammed, and El Paso was had a, had a significantly less volume. The volume has increased so much in El Paso that that El Paso is hurting as well. Now, I'm assuming that Biden has Biden doesn't intend to do anything to fix this. That, well, he would disagree. I want to play this clip for you because he would disagree okay. with you on that. This is the like the moment, right? We're going to war. Look at what the White House is saying. It's clear that immigration is a political issue that extreme Republicans are always going to run on. But we need more resources to secure the border. Yet again, extreme Republicans have said no. The Republicans haven't been serious about this at all. They're blaming you. They're blaming Republicans. Same guy that says we need more resources that says you can't secure the border with the money that was just passed for this fiscal year in this omnibus spending bill that just went through that you tried to stop and say, have a CR, have a new Congress vote on it. And now he's trying to look at you and say, no, 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 it's your fault, Senator Ted Cruz and every other Republican down there. You guys let this happen. Look, those are just deliberate lies, and they're brazen lies. Um, As you noted, the Democrat bill that Pelosi and Schumer wrote explicitly prohibits funds from being spent to secure the border. Joe Biden signed it. That's what the Biden White House wants. In the last two years, I've forced vote after vote after vote on the Senate floor of let's direct funds to secure the border. The Democrats' party line have voted against them over and over and over again. You know what the Democrats did vote to do? Give millions of dollars of stimulus payments to illegal aliens. Joe Biden happily signed that. Democrats' party line voted to send millions of dollars of stimulus payments to illegal aliens. The dishonesty. And by the way, the claim, you know, Republicans, they're not serious. They don't want to secure the border. The last year of Trump's presidency, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. The next year. When Joe Biden became president, it went from the lowest in 45 years to the highest in 62 years. It flipped overnight. And then he said, I'll one up that from 2021 to 2022. 2022 is worse. Where it was even worse, which means you did it deliberately. Well, so it's it's a weird example. I'm not necessarily going to say Joe Biden did it deliberately. A, I'm not sure he does anything deliberately, including putting on his pants and tying his shoes. Uh, I, I, I think his mental acuity is is so badly diminished. I think what happened today's Democrat Party is is a collection of interest groups and it's a collection of radical interest groups. So on any particular issue, um, 
you know, when when Democrats nominate, as Joe Biden has, not one, not two, but three of the leading advocates of abolishing the police to be senior officials at the U.S. Department of Justice, a rational Democrat, if such a thing existed exists. anymore in Washington, they exist in America, but but they don't exist in Washington. Um, a rational Democrat would say, gosh, why are Democrats nominating some of the leading advocates of abolishing the police to senior positions. It's because the Democrat Party has handed their agenda over to the radicals. So on law and justice issues, it's the abolish the police crowd that sets the agenda. On gender issues, it's the most radical transgender, let's have a drag show for seven-year-olds. That's who sets the agenda. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Joe Biden's uh, appointee, um, you know, the dude who keeps stealing, stealing luggage. luggage. Yeah, he would have loved what happened in Southwest last week. Okay, by the way, I, I saw the funniest <laughs> thing on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, you know, lots of folks were criticizing Zelensky for, for being in his green sweatshirt when he, when he spoke to Congress. And, and, and somebody tweeted, said, look, to be fair, don't b- blame Zelensky for not wearing a suit when he spoke to Congress. An official from the Biden administration stole his luggage. It's a, pre- it's a pretty accurate <laughs> assessment of exactly that entire but, scenario. But, but look, you think about it. It's a quota-filling thing. That's it, what they've it, done it, in serious positions and serious it's jobs. It's quota-filling, but it's also on every issue. If you were a James Carville of the world who said, you know, we got to abandon this woke stuff. I mean, I mean, he's someone who actually wants Democrats to win elections. Yeah. On every issue, the crazies in their party set the agenda. So on immigration— what happened is they they have let the true open border radicals set the agenda. And so Biden, Biden caused this crisis. He caused it by three specific decisions all made the very first week he was in office. First week in office, he immediately halted construction of the border wall. First week in office, he immediately reinstated catch and release, where now when they apprehend you, they give you a court date sometime in the future, they let you go and you're never seen again and you stay and here forever. And they may even give you a cell phone. Yeah. And the third thing he did that first week in office is he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico policy, which had reduced illegal immigration to the lowest rate in 45 years. So when Biden says Republicans aren't serious about this, he knows he's lying. Now, I will say there have been reports that Biden is really pissed the border's all screwed up. But he's not pissed substantively. He's not pissed about the lives being destroyed. He's pissed that it's become a political issue. He's pissed that, gosh, this this is kind of a mess. And even though my my little lapdogs in the media are not reporting on it much, some people know how bad a mess this is. I think when he did those decisions the first week, you know, did Joe Biden affirmatively know I'm going to create the worst illegal immigration in history? Probably not. It I was, think it was Trump was for it, therefore I'm against it. And it was today's Democrat Party is a collection of extreme interest groups on any given issue. So on immigration, it's the open borders radical radicals. On law and order, it's the abolish the police radicals. On gender, it's it's the extreme transgender, you know, go after kids radicals. It, it's on every issue. There's not a middle in the Democrat Party in Washington. But I think some of the people in Washington were surprised and some of the people in the White House, they did not understand if you talk to Customs and Border Patrol. And I have. Look, we have had the head of the Customs and Border Patrol Union here on this podcast. You want to stop illegal immigration? The number one thing you can do to stop illegal immigration is end catch and release. 
as long as Joe Biden orders the Border Patrol, when you catch someone, let them go, it will remain a crisis and no amount of PowerPoints, no amount of press conferences will fix it because people behave according to incentives. And if you well, know, if you come this. here, you can stay, more people will come illegally and when more people, people will be abused and raped and assaulted and killed. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think I'm covered. No worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com I want to tell everybody about our amazing sponsor, Patriot Mobile. If you've got a cell phone, and 99% of Americans do, how would you like to know that with every phone call you make, you're supporting conservative causes? Well, that's what Patriot Mobile does. And they use the same cell towers that you're on right now, meaning you get the same exact coverage that you're getting right now. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. They are a force for conservative values. Why? Because they take a portion of every bill that you pay and they fund conservative causes, candidates, and organizations that believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment, and they're winning. If you're ready to have your dollars matter when you're paying a bill, switch to Patriot Mobile. They can save you money over what you're paying right now. They can save you and your family money, and they even can save your business or small business money because they have an entire section of the business that's just dedicated 
to businesses. They offer the same nationwide coverage as all the other major carriers, but the difference is you actually get to stand up for what you believe in every time you pay that bill. So go online to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Patriotmobile.com slash verdict. You'll get free activation and other major offers, and you can call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code VERDICT. When people come across the border, I've witnessed it being down in the Rio Grande Valley. You've witnessed it. They're now told to seek out Border Patrol. They, they, they explain to them, as soon as you get over there, go to them because then you're in. Okay, and, and this is not theoretical. Look, Corrine Jean-Pierre a few months ago said people are not just walking across the border. It's not happening. Now, that was another brazen lie. And by the way, Joe Biden carries responsibility for that. That was done in the White House at the White House podium with the White House seal in front of her. That means it's, she was lying on his behalf. As I said on this podcast immediately following, you're lying to the Washington Press Corps of the American people, and it's an easily disprovable lie. It's not like it's a sneaky, clever yeah. one of, ooh, this is a lie you'll get away with. I invited her down. You know what? I'm going to extend an invitation right now. President Biden, I'm glad you finally came to the border. I'm glad you finally came to Texas. Mr. President, your press secretary lied on behalf of the White House. You've lied on behalf of the White House. Mr. President, I want to invite you. Come to the Rio Grande Valley. Come with me out any evening. Let's spend an hour out on Midnight Patrol with a Border Patrol who works for you and just see what's happening. Because if you go out at midnight or if you go out at one in the morning or you go out at two in the morning, you go out at three in the morning, you will not have to search for people crossing illegally. They'll come find you. It is a constant stream of humanity. They will come find you. Groups of children, women who've been brutalized. They're usually carrying a baggie with some identification in it and a phone number of someone in the United States because they know that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the last mile of the human trafficking network and that they'll call that number and within days they'll be with, 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 their, with someone they know in the United States who's here. And they go affirmatively find the Border Patrol. They'll, I've been down there and had multiple groups of illegal immigrants turn themselves into me. They're just, they look for the first American they can find to turn themselves in because they know Joe Biden will get them where they want to go. He's caused this. And, Mr. President, let me also invite you. Come to the Biden cages. They've been named after you. You ought to at least see the children who are suffering. And, by the way, Mr. President, I want to invite you to come to Brooks County. Where's Brooks County? Brooks County is just north of the border. It's not right on the border. It's, it's, it's just north of it. Brooks County, year after year, they have dead body after dead body after dead body because the illegal immigrants go through the hot, brutal Texas summer, and they die on those ranches. And Brooks County is not a wealthy county. They faced enormous costs literally dealing with the disposal of, of human remains. I have a friend of mine who has a ranch down on the southern border who told me just last week, they found another dead body on his ranch. This is an absolute crisis. And if the president cared at all, he would want to see that. That's what a responsible president would do. See the human misery, the suffering, the assault. You know, I'm curious, and I, I don't think any reporters ever asked him, if Joe Biden knows about the wristbands, 
So when you're down on the banks of the Rio Grande Valley, when I was last there, I brought a group of senators there. You look down in the grass and, and you see colored wristbands, just hundreds of them, thousands of them. The wristbands, just about every illegal immigrant who comes wears one. And the color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. And when they come in, they are effectively slaves to the cartels. So many of the young boys who Joe Biden fl flies to every city in America, many of the 15, 16, 17-year-old boys become gang members working for the cartels because they owe three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 to the cartels. And if they don't pay that debt off, the cartels will kill their families. So Joe Biden is putting foot soldiers, putting criminals, putting gang members in every city in America. Fentanyl dealers who are killing our kids. And the girls have it even worse. Thousands upon thousands of teenage girls because of Joe Biden, because of Kamala Harris, are finding themselves trapped in sex slavery where they're in forced prostitution because they owe thousands of dollars to the cartel because they were wearing. I look at these yellow, yellow uh, bracelets as the modern day leg irons of 21st century slavery. Because if you're a 15, 16 year old girl from Honduras, you've looked north, you dream of freedom in America. And six months later, you are trapped in a brothel, in forced sex slavery run by brutal cartels who brutalize you. You're living in hell. And that hell is Joe Biden's fault. He could stop it. He caused it, number one, and he could stop it, number two. I don't know if Joe Biden ever knows that. I don't think anyone around him has ever told him that. I know no one in the press has ever bothered to tell him that. So there are certain things in your career that you see, especially when you're an elected official, and it has an impact on you. And the way that you talked about it, it's clear that it had a personal impact yes. on you. The senators you took down there, I can't imagine any of them left not just feeling different emotionally about what these Look, people are going I, I, through. I've looked in the eyes of the children who've been brutalized by these cartels. These are beautiful little kids. Nobody, the, the Democrats used to pitch illegal immigration as an issue of compassion. They just care more than Republicans. I, I got to say, you and I are both dads. Nobody who gives a damn about humanity would put a single little boy or a single little girl in the custody of these cartels. And, and by the way, if you want to see how bad it is, look at what's happening right now with the cartels in Mexico. It's an all-out civil war. A lot of people don't realize what has just happened. Well, here, put, play some of the footage. Yeah, I mean, look at, look at some of this video that's come out, and, and so people understand what's happened down there. You had El Chapo's son, who was arrested several years ago, and the cartel basically held the entire Mexican state hostage, started an all-out civil war within uh, the, the country. And it was so bad so quickly that the president of Mexico at the time said, release the son back out into society. Let him go back out there to the cartel because too many lives, innocent people's lives, will be affected by this. Now they've caught him again, and exactly the same thing has happened. It's an all-out civil war. Take a look. You, you look at this as apparently some of what we're being told is the government firing uh, machine guns from helicopters in this all-out war. The Mexican army has deployed um, to these different areas down there where the son of this, you know, a drug lord, El Chapo, was caught 
And this is just one example. I mean, you're seeing this. You see the fires that have been set in all these different cities, Senator. Uh, they're, they're apparently attacking hotels. They have attacked hospitals. We were told last night they were taking not just when they were going into, hotel, uh, into the hospitals. They were taking the doctors and the nurses so they couldn't treat the men and women in the police force, in the government, in the military, so they couldn't That's do it. That's a city with machine gun fire coming down. And, and the thing to understand... You know, you know, we're looking looking at footage, for those of y'all just listening to the audio, we're looking at footage from Mexico of a helicopter firing a machine gun at night into a Mexican town in a gunfight with these cartels. And, look, I, I know... These are the people that are running the human beings over the border. If you think they're going to be humane to them, you're wrong. I, I, I know in politics it's, it's, it's always easy to say, oh, it's the other party's fault. But you need to understand, this is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's fault. Why? Because these cartels, Joe Biden has personally made billions of dollars for these cartels. What you need to understand is trafficking is a multi-billion dollar global empire. These are massive corporations filled with murderers and thugs, filled with, filled with people who bury people alive, who light them on fire. So imagine the most violent criminals you can think of who have become multi-billionaires because of Joe Biden. You look at the cartels. So for someone to cross illegally into the United States, every person must hire the cartel. It's interesting, actually, the border is 100% secure on the southern side, which is you can't cross the border without hiring the cartel. If you're down there and you just try to get on a raft, they'll just kill you. Like, nobody does that. It's zero. Like, if you want to cross, you, there's only one way. You're paying the cartels. How much do you pay the cartels? The prices vary. They are typically between three and $12,000 a person is what it costs to cross in. Now, most of the people coming don't have three to $12,000, so they come in debt, and they work for the cartels in the United States to pay off their debt. There are some people who are coming from further away. So, for example, people coming from China illegally have been paying upwards of $50,000 for the cartels to traffic them in. People on the terror watch list who have been crossing in. And, and, and the totals, the cartels make about an equal amount of money from human trafficking and drug trafficking. But the reason why you're seeing a war in Mexico between two armies is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have armed the cartels have turned them into their military operation, waging war. The people of Mexico are suffering horribly. You want to talk about one of the worst things that ever happened to the people of Mexico? It was Joe Biden becoming president. Why? Because Joe Biden becoming president took evil, violent, murdering cartels and gave them billions of dollars and they've used to commit horrific crimes. Look, in fiscal year 2022, 14,000 pounds of fentanyl was seized in that year. One kilogram of fentanyl, just over two pounds, is enough to kill 500,000 people. That means in one year, enough fentanyl was seized to kill every man, every woman, and every child in the United States of America. That's what's coming in. Last year, we had over 100,000 people die of drug overdoses under Joe Biden. You want to talk about the Biden body bags? 100,000 people. And by the way, I talked about the terror wait list. 78 people whose names appear 
on the terrorist screening data set were stopped trying to cross the border just in the last fiscal year. This is a crisis, and I'm glad Biden finally came because you know what it did? It, it, it made TV cameras actually acknowledge the border exists. But this was a political photo op. A check-the-box moment. We went, we saw, we tell you we're going to work on it. And designed to get the reporters to say, nothing to see here, move on, never mind the suffering, the misery, the death, the overdoses, the murders, the assaults. Not only do the Democrats not care about, they fully intend to continue the same disastrous policies and to let it go get worse. I will say, you asked about Mayorkas. In the next six months, I predict Alejandro Mayorkas will be impeached. Even even with the Senate the way it is? Yes. Now, look, impeached is charged by the House. So the House will impeach him. The Senate, Senate Democrats won't care. He will not be convicted. It takes two-thirds to convict in the Senate. But you do believe the House side will say this is enough to impeach him? I, I do. And that will also be showing the country at the same time exactly how bad it is down there. Exactly. That's probably the smartest move they could do. The Republicans in control of the House. I, I have urged them vigorously to do that. I believe they will do exactly that. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Nice to be back in the studio with you. Happy New Year to you and your family as well. For everybody watching and listening, don't forget, hit that subscribe button and the auto-download button because uh, we do three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The two of those shows are audio only. Download them wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio app. And we'll see you back here for our next show on Wednesday, audio only. So make sure to subscribe or download. It is free. We'll see you back then. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.